Justin. Oh, did you see the Opie thing? Yeah, the Opie uh, thing. Uh, about me? Yeah, he talks about you all the time. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Yeah. But usually good, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Somebody showed me a screenshot. Yeah, he posted a short on his YouTube. About, uh, uh, stay tuned for the Opie and Bubba, or would it sound better at Bubba and Opie show? Did, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. He, he said that last time he heard from you, you guys were going to do like a, a one-off show, and you were going to go ask Howard if it was okay, and he said that it probably didn't go okay. That's why he's never heard from you. Oh, well, fuck that. Let me, let me text him right now. I, what if I call him? Uh, yeah, he's, probably, he's probably hanging out. Yeah, I'm just going to call he's him. He's got a new podcast. He does? Yeah. He drinks beer out of shoes. Yeah. It's awesome. Right. <clears throat> Let me see here. I'm just going to call guy. him. Call him. Call him. Call him. Oh, my He's phone's so ain't working. I swear to God, my phone's ain't working. I swear to God. Uh-oh. That's swear what to God, blows my Good job. Look. I... Oh, but you just fixed it. <laughs> hey, it's Bubba. You're live, by the way. And, 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 and you're live, and I just want to let you know that I saw... Uh, you know, like you sent something out where I must have asked Howard and it didn't go so swell. I didn't ask Howard and nor am I going to ask him. I'd love to be on. I'd love to do a show with you. I don't got to ask him. <laughs> no. I, well, first of all, I hope you know I was joking. Second of all, the last time I talked to you, uh, you said, I'm going to go to Howard and talk to him about um, doing a show with you. Right. You don't remember that. No, no, I do remember that. I do remember that, but you know, I think that ship has sailed. Uh, uh, me doing any shows for Howard, and 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 and, and so why not you and I do a fucking show, just like you said, and you can we can call it Opie and Bubba. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, but I was just joking with the fact that you know, with my history with Howard, that you would call him to talk about uh, a show for us. That's all. I I, I hope you did. I hope you didn't take it the wrong way. No, I, no, no, uh, not not at all. Okay. I will tell you this that you were right and I and I got to yeah. thinking about it. I'm like, you know, maybe I might not want to have that conversation. I hope he's probably right on that deal. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, so I've been trying to get you on my shit for a for a while now. Um what well, I got to ask you, what do you think of the uh the layoffs? It's serious. Was it like 7 or 8% of the workforce? 8%. 8% Jeez. um that comes out to like 500 people. Well, I think that, to be honest with you, Sirius XM, as much as, you know, did as great things that it did for us collectively, I think that they're no, long, they're no longer the sexiest guy in the room by far and that they are so fucked and that they've not. Listen, when we were all there, there was talent there. There was radio people there. You know, you and Ann and, you know, Howard and me and then, you know, fuck, they had, they had other, I mean, they had uh, Rich and Covino. Like they just, you know, they had, a, they had a, somebody's cup of coffee for anything and they are, they have, they are so fucking worried about movie stars and comedians and people that don't make a difference and truly don't know how to do radio. They're still in the radio genre, but they are not you know, hiring radio people. And I think they're fucked. I think they're absolutely fucked. Oh my God. Preach. I mean, I, like, you know, just hand he, money he, over to these celebrities. And then the, the, some of these celebrities didn't even have to come in. The rumor, 
with Eminem is they pay him millions of dollars and he has to do one show a year. You know, I thought when we were, you know, when we were there, I thought that they had learned from the Martha and the Oprah and, you know, all that bullshit. I thought that they had learned from that and the Jamie Foxx channel that you just can't. These motherfuckers, you know, the, the, the virus and the Bubba Army and the Howard people, that these guys are men. 18 to 65 that are driving in their trucks or working construction or in their vehicles. And those fuckers do not care about celebrities. They want to be entertained by radio people, period. Of course. And, and you know as well as any that a lot of these celebrities, um, they don't give you anything because they're guarded and they're too scared. If they say the wrong thing, they're going to lose too much. So I, I, I don't understand why you would think that would work. I got I to gotta give you what uh, I got to take. Uh, one moment to plug. I literally just uploaded it, and it's going to be out at noon. <clears throat> Excuse me, on my podcast feed, OP Radio. But I break down the whole reason why um, satellites in deep trouble, and and I, and I do want to tell you, you know, uh, live here as well. They ignored the podcaster, just like regular radio ignored um, satellite radio when it was coming. And 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 I don't. I just don't understand. They're still. And and you, you talk about the celebrity deal. Two two things to that. Not not every celebrity can do radio. The, the celebrity celebrities are mo- most of this shit is scripted out acting. Whereas you right. know, as you've been doing it as long as I do, we we do spontaneous spur of the moment opinionated. You know, uh, right. you know that's our that's our craft, and not every one of those people are good at it. And then secondly, the other thing that our audiences collectively, whether again you're talking about let's say let's call it the big three and call it you know howard you guys and me let's just for all intents purposes call it that you know i i would be so honored to be in that group and so but nonetheless we all were transparent you know howard would talk about stuff that was going on in his life you and aunt would talk about stuff that's going on in your life we talk about well these celebrities they can't say you know oh you know last night my wife won an anal for the first time so i stuck it in her ass you know you know we we could we can say that because what the fuck are they going to do to us? Nothing, you know. Well, the other thing you need to say uh, in in our heyday, like I don't do twenty hours of original material a week anymore, but we had to come up with twenty hours of original material a week. And these uh, podcasts and these celebrities, they have a tough time squeezing out an hour a week. Yeah, it's and and then the whole big podcasting facade in itself there's very few people and i'm hey, I'm, I'm dabbling in it a little bit as well i think we got like five and a half million total downloads we get about you know a hundred and seventy five thousand i mean i'll tell people my fucking numbers i don't care like 175 or 200,000 downloads a month. And it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't pay that much fucking money. So everybody has this biggest, not everybody's making Joe, very little are making Joe Rogan type money. Well, I guess only Joe Rogan's making Joe Rogan <laughs> right. money. And the rest of us are making, you know, if you, if some, if some schlep can pull in three, four grand a month on his podcast, he's killing it. Right. And yeah, I agree. And 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 Sirius XM is, is run by a bunch of fucking idiots who don't know anything about what they don't even know the fucking genre that they're in. They're still in radio, and they and and I and I, I hope Atlanta Sagat. I hope they fucking crash and burn. Well, Obi talked about it on his live streams a few weeks ago about how 
his first uh, podcast contract, they were expecting like millions of downloads per show. That's just not reasonable. Yeah. No, it's just not reasonable. It's just not going to fucking no. happen. No matter how big a brand you had or how big a brand you have, it's about distribution and it's about it's about a lot of different things. And the uh, the the podcast world is just so fucking inflated. And I I really chuckled. I don't wish bad for SiriusXM, but I certainly don't wish good. And they're not doing anything that resembles anything that got him to the dance look what got him to the dance the big three and you know nascar and you know other uh, other 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 men skewing non-celebrity shit is what got him to the dance well then they got more into you know and i know you love them and that's fine i'm not trying to you know pull you onto my side here but um they were in the howard stern business which basically meant uh it wasn't as bad at first but then it became a point, take care of Howard, give him all the money, uh, don't worry about Bubba anymore or Opie and Anthony anymore or, or a whole bunch of other guys that have now uh, left the platform. As long as Howard keeps bringing in the subscribers, we're good. That was their business model. Take care of the one guy. Well, and you know, and, and so, and, and so, I can support that. I can support that comment, but I can take it another further, uh, Opie, and that is, what about life after Howard? Can you imagine if you had uh, us ready to go right. for life after right. Howard? I mean, there's going to be life after Howard. There's got. I mean, if you're going to be a successful, sustainable business, you have to be able to keep his P1s. I can't think of two but motherfuckers that could retain his P1s better than you and me. I think. Um you know, radio, like a lot of corporations, they don't really, they don't really care about the future. It's like, make the money now. So the guys, the guys that are there now, they know they'll be retired more or less or at the end of their careers by the time Howard leaves and they have to reinvent themselves. That's why they don't do it. I mean, I got to tell you, I, I got to tell you, you're polarizing and I'm polarizing and, and, uh, but can you imagine if, and 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 I would say this to Anthony as well, just in full disclosure. Okay, can you sure. can you imagine if they had? I don't know if you two could ever play nice together. Probably not. But can you imagine if they had a combination of us in some way, shape, or form? Whether it be me and you, me and him, us three. I don't give a fuck. But if they had that, because had that in the works, you know, one year before Howard's done, they start rolling us out or having us, you know, we know we're going to do it. They, yeah. they, we, they would be able to, they need to worry about where Howard's people are going to go because they don't yeah. have anything right now. Listen, God love Jim and Sam. I mean, I, listen, you know, God bless them, but they are not as good as we are. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying it. They're not. They're, they're not even close. Jesus. No, and, yeah, and, and, Obi, and Obi's not a big fan. And, and but Opie, I'm just trying to be. No. I mean, like I'm just trying to be trying, total fucking no bullshit here. Like, uh, yeah. and, you know, the, you and I and Ant and and a couple other guys. You know, I mean, uh, are were were that old school cut from Howard's cloth that still have 10, 12 or so years left, where Howard's massive amount of people that are still around. Would yeah. that would grab that would say you know what I would subscribe to fucking Opie and Bubba, I would subscribe yeah. to Bubba Anthony and Opie or whatever I would subscribe to that I'll st I'll stick around for that shit I would of course well well they got to find guys that know how to do this I mean 
most podcasters, like I said, they've struggled to get an hour of material a week. These entertainers, they can't do it. Like us old school radio guys, we, like I said earlier, man, we had to come up with 20 hours a week. Can you imagine? I'm doing more than that right now. I'm doing, I'm doing 20 of terrestrial radio with Twitch, and then I'm doing another, what, Blitz? One Five a, to eight. A, like, I'm doing about 26 hours of radio a week. Mm-hmm. Live. Wow, you're, you're crazy. I know. I'm fucking insane. I'm on all kinds of medication. I had to fucking start getting high again. It's just fucking, I'm, it's, I'm just, it's just fucking crazy. What? What's your what's your big issue these days? Oh, nothing, you nothing. Right? No, I'm fucking I'm I'm doing great. I have the best group of people I've ever had. I'm happier than I've ever been. I'm not making right. I'm not making serious XM money, but I'm paying my bills and uh, you know, I'm I'm still, you know, we're still we're still making money and 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 here's the deal. Terrestrial first of all, let's break this down into a couple different things. Terrestrial radio, that's fucked. That's not even fixable. Right. Like that, like that's fuck. Like you know, you guys, uh, you know, when you guys were, you know, you guys used to absolutely kill it. What did you guys have at one time? Thirty affiliates, twenty five affiliates. Uh, yeah, we we're. I yeah, I kind of lost track to be honest. With no, but you. I mean, I you think, guys were far bigger. Yeah, I mean, and, and we took it, and you guys were like it was Howard who had like sixty affiliates, and then it was you, and then I had like I think right. maybe fifteen or sixteen. I was way below you guys. And so, but that, I mean, we could, back in the day, we could make a good living at that. And that fucking ship has sailed because that whole industry scared of itself. Opie made a great living. He lives 500 feet above New York City. Yeah. Opie, Opie made such a great living that Mel paid him to stay off the fucking air for I don't know how many years, didn't he? Two years. I mean, hey, they, you, I got, I got to admit, man, they treated you guys good. They could have, they paid out your deal on that, didn't they? Yeah, they had no choice because they knew we didn't uh, do anything wrong in the end, uh, but they were scared of all their other properties. So I had stupid money just going into a bank account while I wandered the earth. It was, it was, it was crazy. Don't man. you, don't you wish that we, and I, and I'm, listen, I'm probably mostly to blame. You're probably a little bit to blame, but don't you wish that somebody would have taken us aside back when we were rolling hard and said, Hey, listen, you two fuckers, why don't you play nice? It's going to get you further down the road. Don't you think that would have been cool? Well, now I, I fully believe that. And even at the end of my serious run, um, I had major issues with Howard. I tried to um, talk to him by working, you know, the people that we both knew. And he had, he had no interest. And whatever. That's that's. And, and, and listen, Howard and I have remained friends, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want me over there. Um, and, right. And, and I and and. and, and I don't necessarily know that it's his decision. It may be Greenstein. It may be, you know, I don't know who the fuck's, I I don't know who it is, but they don't want me. They don't want you. They don't want anybody that is good. (laughs) They don't want anybody that's good. They want Howard to roll. They want Howard to roll out and be the, and and have his legacy and roll out whenever he rolls out. And I wouldn't be so surprised that he doesn't sign up for another five. I'm just telling you. What, What? well, what else is he going to do? Yeah, why wouldn't he? I mean, I mean, if they're going to say, "Okay, Howard, we're going to pay uh, another hundred million, right. and you can work three two day, however," I mean, right. I, I, he works like six weeks a year as it is now. I, I would literally, they'd have to roll me, roll me in. They have to. Well, right. Who was that guy that used to old radio guy that was Paul Harvey? Paul Harvey. 
Yeah. Yeah. And they would roll him in when I worked in uh, in Chicago at, at WABC. I'm sorry, at um, at WLS. And he was I was doing mornings. Well, he they would roll him in on a wheelchair literally and give him his own studio and he would be and he would go in there and do his little folksy shit and stuff like that but fuck if i was howard i and, and you're making that kind of money with those kind of hours i i would continue to do radio if they had to fucking roll me on on, on, a, on a wheelchair as long as my voice still worked a hundred percent and i wouldn't blame him um i gotta i gotta ask you i was obsessed with your your DoorDash thing. Are you still doing that? No, and I only... Listen, we I, just, Hey, we just talked about getting back into it the other day. I, I did that. I did that as a gimmick. I did it for about a month just so I could get some decent content, but it got everybody fucking talking, and it and it right. made for some great content. And, you know, right. it's... It it, 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 you know, I'm not that broke where I have to do DoorDash. But I, hey, I, I was making about, you know, 88 bucks a night. That ain't too bad. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I'm not... I'm not bringing it up for whether you're we're broke or not. I'm bringing it up for exactly what you just said. I I have considered doing that and also considered uh, considered excuse me being an Uber driver for the content oh. and for all the crazy people you meet. Uber would be if you could get the person to be cool with, you know, you right. roll you roll in tape. Uber would be the best. It really would because I mean, just think you could get into long form conversations. You don't know if you're going to get a couple hot chicks in there. You don't know if you're right. going to get a couple fucking drunks in there. You right. don't. You don't know what you got. And I mean, it's contents that you can't. It's content that you can't plan and that you can't replicate. Period. Uh, yeah, it's like Russian roulette. You know, there's the airport runs around here that take well over an hour. And then you get a Can guy you like imagine? you. You get a guy like you that knows how to ask questions. That knows how to pry. Right. That knows how to you know get get the most out of somebody. Uh, that oh, could be yeah. that, that could be huge. Well, I'm just I'm having fun. I mean, I don't make I don't make really that much money anymore. I don't talk to the same amount of people anymore. But for some weird reason, man, I'm having so much fun just fooling around, drinking beer out of shoes. Hey, if you're paying your oh, bills, thanks, if, hey, listen. If you're paying your bills and you're supporting your family, and I mean, and your family is healthy. You've right. made you've made your money and you've done well with it. So fuck it. We don't need right. a lar- we don't need large audiences. Our egos are past that. We just need yeah. to we just need to be happy in your own skin and we're natural broadcasters and naturally want to produce content and that could be, you know, however you want it. But I certainly would like to do some shit with you cuz I really think that we understand each other. Like we we both come from the same background. Well, we should just have more of these conversations, you know. Yeah. Um, we should. And see where see see what happens. But I explain it like this: my career, I had I had the biggest fucking most delicious meal ever, and now I'm just mopping up the gravy with a piece of bread. <laughs> now you got that roll, and you're sopping up the remnant so that the plate's clean. You're using the roll to clean the plate. <laughs> and if I and if I get another great meal, I, oh, I'll go for it, of course, but. If this is all it is, I'm just mopping up the gravy with a roll, knowing I had an amazing uh, meal. And I, and who's the other guy uh, with you? Well, Blitz. 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 Yeah, and, I, and, hold and, on. I, I watch Opie. And thing about it is, Blitz is also very knowledgeable because he was, he, you know, he followed you guys. Very, I mean, like, yeah, I was it, a huge ONA fan, and I, I I watched Opie. I watched the beer show, and I, I do all that. Yeah, I want Bubba. So this is the fun too, because you could just pull around and just try out different things. I, I just started something called the beer show. 
And we try out, you know, beers with my friend Matt, who owns a bar in New York City. And we're having a blast doing it. And, and people seem to like it so far. Here's the thing. If you got something that you like, you will gain traction and you will gain momentum. It, you know, it will. So don't give up. Don't give up. I mean, no. if this is going well, because I've known you dabbled in some shit, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck it, I don't like this anymore, and, you know, <laughs> I only got 82 people watching, fuck it, and our egos take over, and you're like, you know, God, I used to sure. be in 39 fucking cities globally on Sirius XM. I had XM and Sirius fighting over me. I had multi-zillion dollar fucking deals. You can't get you can't get wrapped up in that. You got to get wrapped up in your happiness you, and, you, and, 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 and consistency. You got to do that. Holla. I, I agree. I right, listen. I, I, I did this whole phone call in a bathtub, so I got to go. Well, good. Uh, hey, just a quick question: How are your mirrors doing? Oh, nice. Hey, uh, hold. On. Hey, fuck you, Opie. We see. I got one of my boys that keep up on you. That's impressive. Well, he, isn't he, it? he was getting his car mirrors smashed off like every week or so for a while. But that took it. See, Opie was a little taken back. He's like, "Man, Bubba's boys really do fucking know what I'm doing here." Well, see, I make it easy for the haters, so. There was another concept that I loved. I had, to, I had to do alternate side of the street parking. I was trying to save some money. I'm not going to lie to you. So uh, when I had to sit in my car for an hour and a half, I was just live streaming. Yeah. And it was awesome. But then uh, there's a thing in New York where they're taking side view mirrors, and they're really expensive to replace. It's over like $1,000, like close to $1,500 for a pair if you have a decent car. So I got my side view mirrors stolen. I got new ones. I was still parking on the street thinking that was an anomaly. It ain't going to happen again. Less than a week later, they took the new ones that I just had put on. So <laughs> I, I lost my side view mirrors twice in about 10 days. And isn't, and, it, and isn't it suck that we live in such a fucked up, degenerate society that people now have to rip off your fucking mirrors of your car? Yeah. Well, how do you figure out that you can make a living with that? And then you go up and down the side streets where I live in New York, you'll see, like, five or six cars in a row that no longer have side view mirrors and most of them aren't even replacing them because they have to park on the street. I talked to the NYPD and, and they basically said, I'm in good with the NYPD uh, forever. And they're like, we'll never catch these guys. And then explain to me how it happens. They go on an electric scooter. They look for the cars they need. Then they call the guy who comes behind them and uh, probably not a van because they want to be incognito. And it takes less than a minute it, to get. Yeah, it takes seconds off. to pull them off. Well, you know what? If you weren't such a if you weren't such a fucking groupie for New York, you'd have your redheaded ass down here in fucking Florida, where we have no state taxes. Living, I mean, if you're fucking killing it in New York, bitch, you could live in the hundredth floor and somewhere in Miami down here, buddy. It's so cheap to live. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I, you know, I'm a father, two kids. How old are you? I, I how old? Are, how old are your kids? Well, I know what you're going to say, but I don't see it that way. They're 12 and 10. Oh, they would love it down here. They'd be fucking rock stars down here. They would. Yeah, they like their school. They like their friends. So I feel like I missed the boat getting us all out of here. No, Bubba, Bubba. Bubba, what you tell Opie is that you can go to the beach here year-round, and the fishing is great. That's how you get them down here. The fishing year is to die for. Year-round beach, and we got fucking the lightning. I know you're a big hockey fan, not lightning. The dog would like it. The dog would like it. Your wife would fucking love it. She could go to the beach. And the kids are resilient. The kids are so fucking resilient. They'd get new. Hell, the Florida kids are cooler than those uptight fucking uh, you know, New York kids. <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. Hey, speaking, of, speaking of sports, football. So the rumor is that Tom Brady might not be done. 
Yeah, yeah we're hearing that. Gone. We're also hearing that Rodgers is going to the Jets. What are you hearing on that deal? Uh, I don't. I. I mean, uh, he's he's a head case. I, I I hate that guy. I think he. I, think I don't know who's more of a head case: Opie, Bubba, or fucking Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. <laughs> I would go Aaron Rodgers, bitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But listen. But yeah, I mean, we can't get. We need a quarterback. We haven't had a good team. I, I really am a Bills fan because I lived up in Western New York for a really long time. But I was born a Jets fan, and we haven't had a good quarterback. I, I, Fifteen years? I have no idea. Are you say Mark Sanchez? Probably since Sanchez, maybe. Uh, and Sanchez was all right for a little bit, but I think it was Chad who ended up playing for the, for uh, the Dolphins after the Jets. Yeah, or you could just say Vinny Testaverde. He had a good year in '98. He was forty something. <laughs> well, listen, he had yeah. one I mean, good I year. I'm, I'm looking at Brady. Brady was fucking. Brady's eighty six, and he's thinking about <laughs> coming back again, motherfucker. <laughs> Well, Brady, you know, he's, he's... Who's your hockey team? Are you, are you New Jersey Devils? No, I'm embarrassed to say. I I, uh, I was a huge Islanders fan. I was a season ticket holder. I went to more games than... Yeah, you guys were going to go to a game down here. That was the whole deal. Yeah, I'll take them to a lightning yeah. game. And then um, I kind of I kind of tapped out of hockey a little bit, which is weird. And, and I noticed on ESPN, because I'm home a lot, they don't do hockey coverage. Why? Why do you think that is? Hockey says, I mean, they I started to now because the NHL signed a deal with ESPN and ABC. So they started doing a little bit more than they did last year. But my God, you yeah. think you think the NFL can whore itself out anymore? I mean, they're every fucking, they got every network sucking dick. I know, but it's, uh, God, is it fun to watch? It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, they got, they really got the brand dialed in. I mean, they really do. Talk about somebody that's doing it right, right? 100%. I mean, they got nothing on championship cornhole, though. Championship cornhole. <laughs> when you go, hey, when you go fishing, what do you go fish? Like, have you ever fished for tarpon or anything like that? No, bro. I, um, I mean, I get out of boat every once in a while. We'll get some pretty giant striped bass and some bluefish. Um, I went shark tagging, but in general, I uh, stick to the shore and I do surf casting. So what you get is uh, decent sized striped bass. Robins, skates, and every once in a while you'll hook into a, a stingray, which is like reeling in a, a metal door. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we got tons of those around well, here. Well, Bubba, I mean, listen, you take him tarpon fishing, that will blow him out. You know, yeah, he'd have his for about an hour and a half. He'd have his entire family move down here. One, one, one day of fishing, taking him out by the bridge, get him on some tarpon. He'd, you know, he'd. What's up? What's up with the tarpon? I hear from time to time how cool fishing tarpon is, but I don't know what the deal is. It's a fight. It's a it's a huge fish. You can't eat it, uh, but it, right. it, it will give you about an hour, hour and a half fight, maybe two hours, and it's just wow. one of those things. And you can't pull it on the boat. You got to keep it in the water. No, you got to. The way they do it, uh, Op, is they take a they take a um um. Uh, a gill when well, they take one of their little things off. Well, uh, let me. They yeah, they the, take a look, a little fin off, but they measure it. So then you see how big it is. And then if you want to get a taxidermy to replicate yeah. it, but you can't. You can't Taking just one scale. Yeah, one yeah, scale. One you scale. take one scale off and say it was you know fifty nine inches, one hundred and ten pounds. And then if you want to get a you know guy to replicate it, you can. But and, and sharks uh, try to eat them as they're getting them up. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times you'll sharks. be reeling in a big fucking tarpon, and a shark will come and take half of it away. You get like a huge bull shark to just take half Wait, of it off. So you're not allowed to keep tarpon? No. You're allowed to, you know, technically, you can pay for you can keep one, but there's really no point because the meat is horrible. Yeah. Snook is where oh, you're at. Snook, Snook's a smaller fish. It's like a straight bass have you size. Ever vi- have you ever visited Tampa, Opie? 
A million years ago, yeah. That was way different now. I was down in um, I was down in Orlando seeing my sister, and then I went there to uh, hang out with someone I used to do radio in Buffalo. Uh, yeah, I loved it. And then I, I then I went down. I think it's twenty years ago. Didn't you guys have the All Star Game hockey? Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. I went down there for that. That was when I was fired, just wandering around. And my friend who worked for the Islanders, he was like, "Hey, man, I got a giant suite." Come on down, and I I went down there, and we hung out for the All Star Weekend, and I had VIP passes. It was it was amazing. Didn't Eric Logan? Isn't Eric Logan your guy? Uh yeah, of course. Uh, wasn't he, he a Tampa? Uh, wasn't he a Tampa guy? Yeah, yeah, he was. I think a- so. I think I think so. And he left us. I think that was like the beginning of the end for us. It's serious because uh, Logan really loved us. The rest of the company and management team they hated us, but they understood that we could bring in the people. But Logan, like, fought for us, and um, I remember the day he's like, oh, if I got bad news, because we were really, really close friends, and he's like, I'm leaving to, to run Oprah's network. I'm like, holy shit, you picked the one place that... <laughs> yeah, the one place that the one place that I could never get hired was be Oprah. Yeah, and I said that to him, like, and I was proud of him, obviously, and he had a he had a kick-ass run there. I he think sure he did. At least 10 years. Yeah. And then, you know what he's doing now, right? Mm-mm. He's running the war. You talk about how, like, doing something you love and not worrying about anything else. He got into surfing when he was working for Oprah. He now is the uh, uh, the CEO or whatever, the, the the big guy for the World Surfing League. Oh, well, good for him. I always I always had good interactions with him. And when I got fired for the $755,000 fine, I was talking um, to him over at XM and I think it might right. have been, I think it might have been, I don't know if you guys were there or not yet. I think I got right. fired first, didn't I, of all of you? Uh, of all, yeah, I think so. Because Howard, so. Howard and I got fired from Clear Channel, and all I had was Clear Channel. But Howard had like 31 uh, CBS uh, affiliates, and then you guys were still on Terrestrial Radio. I think they were doing both. Yeah. Were they doing, yeah, both? We were doing both? We were doing both for a while, which was insane. That was crazy. Boy, that was some but, big fucking money, wasn't it? Jesus. Yeah, Bubba. But do you know uh, what they what, what they would do, Bubba? Is they would they would do the they call it the walkover. Yeah, so they, live, they'd walk down to the studios. Yeah, live on the air. Now, Opie, did that ever get to be a shit show where you'd have fans that were like walk with you? Um, every day we had people waiting for us outside the K Rock studio for the walk to XM every day. I mean, some days we had like a hundred people, right? You know, on a regular, on a regular day though, we probably averaged about 10 a day easily. And then some days, because maybe something, you know, more important was going on. They would, there'd be a hundred people outside waiting for us and they would just do the walk. But then we, they gave us a multi-million dollar studio, Eric Logan, and uh, we had bleachers. So then we would invite them up, and they could watch the show live. It was it was crazy, isn't man. it? Isn't it? And I got into some pretty crazy shit too. And you know, don't you wish that we would have just taken the time as all this was this whirlwind was happening to us that we would have just kind of taken a step back and said, "Fuck." You know, because we thought we were invincible. We thought that we were the shit, and we were invincible, and 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 and. But we and just kind of taking it all in and enjoyed it a little bit more because it's such a whirlwind now to us. Oh yeah, of course. But I mean, we, me and Anthony had a twenty-year run. I mean, nothing. How many things really last twenty years? I mean, come on. Well, you've no. been married. You've been married that long. I've been married since two thousand eight. Right, oh, yeah. we're, we're, appro- we're approaching that. Yeah, 15. 
I hope, hope, hope she doesn't. Hope she. Hope she didn't hear this broadcast and know that it's coming uh, to an end soon. Oh God, no! She's the only. She's the only stable force in my life. Yeah. Um, what it's if, funny when I when I think of you, like you and us, always make the list of like craziest stunts. Uh, and they always like they always like rank us. And some one year you're a little above us, and the next year we're a little above you. I and mean, we. Between our two shows, oh my God, did we do some! Crazy oh my things. God, and we and we got that, and ne- and I never, I never called my. I mean, I might have uh, maybe a few times in reading an article and stuff, but I didn't label my. I was like Bubba the Love Sponge, Shock Jock. I, I never, I never said that out of my mouth. People called us, but I, we were always the Shock Jocks. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, every every time an interviewer would say would use the term shock jock, I would tell them they're doing lazy reporting because our philosophy, and I guarantee it's very similar to yours, I knew how to get the people talking. We would get these giant bits that we knew uh, everyone would be talking about the next day, and um, and then that would bring the people to the show. And then hopefully you're entertaining, funny, or what, what have you in between those big stunts. The real shock jocks, that's all they had, and they didn't have longevity because in between stunts, they didn't have much to talk about. Well, they weren't good interviewers, and they didn't know how to maintain, you know, they didn't know how to promote or how to how to tease, you know, upcoming segments, or they didn't understand the show big biz aspect of talk radio and the internal strife and, the you know, the transparency. And if you were mad at Ant, you guys would talk about it, and sometimes it would get, you know, a little uncomfortable. And a lot of people are afraid afraid to let their defenses down like that and really let people peer into their inner self. And that's what we did. And that's what you guys did. And, and that uh, anybody can shock a girl's tits or, you know, do whatever do the fuck we did. Mm-hmm. But it was the yep. it was the transparency and the real lifeness and that we represented the average guy that was out there digging a ditch or driving a truck. They gravitated to uh, the what we, what we did collectively. Yeah. And, and it brings it around to the beginning of the conversation. That's why. These uh, celebrities can't do what we do. They're not willing to put themselves out there like that. What if, I know this is a fucked up subject, so I'm going to see, and you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say. Um, what if Sirius XM came to us and said, Howard's gone, but I need all three of you. Could we do it? Uh, I don't, I mean... I, I can't imagine a scenario where I would work with Anthony again. To be honest, so with you. you 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 brought this up, but well, you've brought up a bunch, but like, and, and I, hopefully, don't help you. Don't get mad at me for asking. I mean, it's everybody talks about it, so I mean, you know, why not a friend of yours, me? I can bring it up, and well, I don't want you to be mad. Well, at hold me. on, it was it was during a live stream. I was during a live stream, and I even commented, on it, and I said that you know clearly you guys hated each other towards the end, but it didn't matter because it was still good radio. Well, sadly, we didn't get along. Um, from 2000 to when Anthony got let go in. But you guys need a strong alpha like me to fucking between you two. Be like, listen, both you fuckers, we're making lots of money. We're fucking going right. to get this done. Yeah, that was the only reason we, you know, we continued. I mean, the money was so insane. Of course we're going to continue. But the mics would go off. And for years on end, we didn't say a word to each other until the mics were on. But it was still good radio. It was clear. It was clear. You know, I mean, look, I I watched on Pal Talk and stuff, so I I got to see the commercial, you know, what you guys did during the commercials. And it was clear you guys didn't like each other, but it was still good radio. Yeah, at the end of the day, man, I mean, uh, uh, money talks, and I know you don't need a lot of it, but if they were to throw a lot at you, 
and I could be the mediator. He, you has, know? he has said many times he doesn't want to work with Anthony. Like people have said, "Oh, what about twenty million? He's like, "I don't care." Like I'm not trying to get. First of all, Opie, I'm not trying to get you to say yes. I could give a fuck. I'm just you know just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, man. I just uh, and I just don't. I just don't want to be around the guy. I was you know I was in a weird way I was relieved when the whole thing finally ended, even though the fame was going to go away and the money was going to go away for the most part. I, I was relieved. It was. I think the other thing is, you know, I got a guy. I got a guy like that too that worked for me for twenty three years. Um, 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 my bit writer Manson, and I didn't think, you know, we it was not adversarial at all, except towards the end. And I and I, and I got to be honest with you, I have I don't I couldn't find myself working with him again either. And it's been it's been a relief not dealing, you know, not I I, I you know what I totally get where you're coming from. I really do. We, you know, we've grown very differently, and you know, I, I will say this, and I think you would agree, Anthony. In the end, we wore each we wore each other out. That ride was so crazy; we wore each other out. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a lot of pressure, a lot of uh, toxicity around us, and um, you know, the pressure of continuing to have a successful show. And I think in the end, it just wore us out. As far as as far as us hanging out with each other. You know what I mean? I'm not worn out as a human being, but I, I was worn out as far as uh, sure. being with him at, at that point. And people don't realize, you know, you guys did Morning Drive, uh, not all your career. Um, probably, what, no. half half of your career was afternoons and half in mornings? Yeah, that's about right. And people don't realize, man, and I've done mornings now for, God, 20-plus years and it fucking wears you, even, regardless of your host, your co-host that wears you out. But just the lifestyle that you got to live, you know, you can't, you can't stay out much past eight or nine. You, you're a zombie for your kids. It's just, it. Morning radio is tough. I and, and I know you certainly can understand. Just the fucking lifestyle in itself wears you out. Let me let me jump on that point. That's why I really like talking to you. I really like talking to Ron Bennington from time to time. Brother Weeze. It's just a small group of us that really understand it. That's why when I go online and haters try to, like, broad stroke, you know, my what I did for the Opie and Anthony show, I laugh because they have no effing idea what it takes to put on a radio show. They have no idea that, you wake up at 4 in the morning, and sure, people wake up at 4 in the morning for their jobs as well. So I'm not saying that. I'm not downplaying that. Nope. But you walk through life when you do morning radio like a fucking zombie because you're using all your all your mental energy that you've got to try to perform and try to give the best uh, content and product uh, possible. So by the time I'm done, I'm just staring at my wife. I can barely talk. My kids are like, what's wrong with you? I'm taking naps. And you, and you walk through life with, remember the heavy eyelids? You, would just, you, you, could, you couldn't even keep your eyes open. And you're just mentally exhausted because you've been on this four to five hour live, uh, live high wire that, you right. know, again, we're not, it, it's live. And then you got to, it's so fast paced that you got to stay ahead of it to be, and, and you got to try to engage everybody. You got to keep the topic matter going. You got to keep the co hosts going. You might have to potentially have a caller involved or an interviewer involved. Right. And then, and then literally, like, I have a, I have a rule when I get off the air, I need, and, and with my girlfriend and, and anybody, I need an hour of just 
don't fucking talk to me to decompress like like i need i need like 45 minutes or something because i've just been and and there's the point and i certainly know you know what i'm talking about here they don't realize what we call the on factor when you're on if you and i are just sitting on a street corner be like hey oh what's going nothing just fucking around yeah fucking fishing but when you're on the radio you got to be excited you have to be energetic you got to have a little fucking singy songy you just you know you just got to be you just got to be on like the lights on the cameras on and you know when i used to hang out with hogan back in the day hogan would come in and sit in during a radio show and he was like fuck you know most actors only you know by successful actors um standards a, an actor might do two films a year that's a, yeah. that's somebody who's working hard and in that yeah. and in that film most films are you know an hour and 20 minutes long two you know maybe maybe two hours but maybe you know and of that a starring role may have 45 to 55 total minutes of being on so and so if you do two two motion pictures a year as a as a you know as an a-list celebrity you may be on your in your character or on for four hours a year we're on yeah. people like you and i are on 20 hours a week and and, and like and, and like hogan was blown away with like oh my god how how much time you actually have to be on well, and then, and you have to be on every single second. You can't have a a bad spot. I mean, we do have them. But sure. Then, you know, those those really are painful because you're like, ah, oh, man, you know how important every second is. And then you, you then the show ends, and in my case, I was looked at uh, more the boss than Anthony. So I had yeah. a, I had a deal with the uh, the guys down the hall, and this advertiser needs five minutes, and this needs that attention, and then I would get home, and then the phone calls would start from the staff. This motherfucker, where's my raise? All and and it, it never ended. People think you know, as soon as the mics end at ten o'clock, you're done. That, I think the real job started at 10 a.m. Oh, yeah, you got to deal with, okay, this salesperson. Hey, listen, Opie, we got this one client. If you could just give him a couple plugs tomorrow, I think we got him. You know, blah, blah, blah. Or, hey, Opie, can you cut this spec spot? Man, I think we can get a $50,000 buy on this fucking deal. Or, hey, Opie, yeah. will, you ind- will you endorse this? No, I, I hate that product. Oh, well, fuck. I mean, come on. I mean, there, there's a bunch of, right. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. you and I could write a book about the fuckery involved in this bullshit. It's and, like, and, and it's a month. If the money's good enough, I'll make believe my dick doesn't work, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, but the, here's the thing that the art, the, the true art of radio and the people that you and I grew up with, you know, the, you know, the uh, uh, Phil Hendry's and, and, and just the, the, the great broadcasters that, that, that had influences on us. The art and the craft of talk, monologue-based, opinion, guy-skewing radio is over. There's nobody – there's – I mean, I'm a big – I like Ben Shapiro. Uh, I don't necessarily like his – I don't agree with all of his politics. And then I like – and I love Jim Rome on the sports side, mostly because they're radio guys. They sound like radio guys. Like, boy, nobody can interview a person better – and constantly reset their audience than fucking Jim Rome. He's a master at it. And I don't know if there's any true radio craftsmen out there anymore. No, there, there truly isn't. It's a whole bunch of uh, podcasts that they're taking a page from my book, they're taking a page from your book, and they, they think, 
a good show is just beating the shit out of everybody. And, and that was cer- certainly a page in our book. But like I said earlier, in between beating the crap out of everybody, what else do you got? And if you don't have anything else, you know, you're going to be found out as a fraud, as a phony. And again, these fucks are doing one or two hours a week, right? That's it. Tops. And it's all, hold on. And you know what it all is? It's all interview based shit. It's not, let's dig into this story and talk about abortion or talk about, you know, this or that. It's this guy that, this, this interview that I'm going to do with this person who has this particular opinion that I could potentially oppose or agree with. Right. You know, hell, you and I, you and I could do a show just bullshitting about nothing but you and I. <laughs> well, this was fun, man. I, I kind of got to go on my follow up this call. I got to make sure everything's cool. Make sure you didn't shit his pants. And so, listen, <laughs> bud, um, let's get together, do this more often. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm, I keep up on your stuff and, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm a fan and I'd like to continue to stay in touch, bud. A hundred percent. And you, because you don't come on my stuff, I'm always coming uh, on listen, your Listen, motherfucker, stuff. I'll come on your shit anytime. You know what? I have your, I, I'm going to, now that I have, I know this war, number works, I'm going to retext you my number. And Opie, I'll okay. come on at any time, bud. All right. But uh, have one of your guys send this. I'm going to put it on my podcast for you. All right. I'll, I'll okay. Blitz, can we get this yeah, to yeah, him? Yeah, I'll get it to him. Well, I'll get That's this it. to you. I'll get this to you and I'll start doing stuff on your stuff too, bud. I'm sitting here in a bathtub, and I'm like, man, I got my next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Your balls hanging out, that fucking red, uh, fiery pubic hair. Jesus, you're all set, buddy. (laughs) Slow slow down. Um, uh, Yeah, just just promote my podcast, Opie Radio, and and more importantly, uh, the the beer show on my YouTube channel. OP Radio. I'm having fun doing that. And and let's do this, you know, every couple weeks and I'll do you, you do me, and we'll you know, let's 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 hang out a little bit. All right. Sounds good, Bubba. All right, Thanks Ope. for calling. Thanks, Hope. Good right. talking you, to you. Bye, All buddy. Right, Thank you. Bye.